the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to episode number 27 of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. We hope you are all well. For those of you who don't know, my name is Jessica and I am joined by Craig and Andy. Hello. Hey We like to discuss all things gaming related and in this week's episode we'll be discussing the latest gaming news, including a big Nintendo announcement sony's upcoming state of play and more we'll also discuss the latest games we have been playing and our gaming movie club which we hope you watch but if you didn't i'm sure our discussions will have you jumping to watch it at the first available opportunity so oh yeah stay tuned for that if you're not following us on our social channels make sure you go ahead and do so just search pure dead gaming and you'll find us Don't forget to head to our website as well where we post all the latest gaming reviews and where you can take part in our polls which feed into our weekly episodes. How are we both? Fantastic. Episode 27, that's the magic number for rock stars dying. That's true. Mm. Is that true? Yeah. Kurt Cobain. Amy Winehouse. Jeff Buckley maybe. Jeff Buckley. Uh, It's like, uh, who else? What age was Jimi Hendrix? There's a lot anyway, it's quite a like... It's quite a legendary number. I mean, uh, we are quickly becoming audio legends. Is there a chance that this something could happen to us? We're past 27, all of us. Yeah, but <clears> episode 27, a <laughs> bulldozer could hit the house mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. It came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> you never know. That's a brilliant song, that. Yeah, Especially your rendition it fit, of it. It fits all moods, though. It's like a party song, it can be like a sad song. Just like whatever your mood is. That's true. It does, I know. It's one of those kind of like... I oh, never mind. One shoe fits all. So, Andy, I hear you saved a life. I did save a life. This is quite traumatic, actually. Um, so the other day, I was driving to work and I went round the roundabout at Asda to go in, into my work. Right. And all I seen was uh, this seagull sneaking up in a wee baby rabbit <laughs> right so I was like I wanted to literally stop the car there and then and I tried to but folks started beating me so they're like I in was, the middle of the roundabout no it was the bit where like you're as if you have come off the, the bit roundabout off the one roundabout before you hit the second roundabout before you hit the petrol right, right okay so yeah. just going round that corner because I have I have seen bunny rabbits. There's loads like, of them. in the middle of the roundabout, like on yeah. the grass. You oh, right, right. Well, there's loads of them in the bushes right next to my work. Yeah. Because um, I feed them carrots and stuff like that. But I seen, <laughs> I know, I seen this, this seagull was doing the, the whole, doo-doo, doo-doo, like sneaking up, and I was like, you dirty bastard. So I tried to stop, and then somebody started beating me, and I was like, oh, fuck. So I literally went about 30 mile an hour around that bit of the petrol station, <laughs> uh, like, bounded over that speed bump, which is solid. So, um, so to try and save a life, you're lucky you never took a life or something old. Skid- I nearly skidded out, because <laughs> I went, like, flying right down to my branch and, like, kind of skidded, uh, and then I, like, ran like, over the bushes, um, and I was, and the seagull was still like, kind of like getting up behind the, the little rabbit. Rabbit didn't have a fucking clue. It's just no. eating the grass. You know what I mean? I'm like, I've seen a couple of them dying already because of this. I've witnessed the seagulls getting them, uh, and I was like, you're not getting this one, you fucker. And I just ran up and like tried to boot the seagull. <laughs> <laughs> How many folk witnessed this? Probably a few folk and like going by in the cars. 
But I, I was quite happy that I saved the wee rabbit's life for. Did the seagull just get such a fright just at your... bounded away. Yeah. Uh, okay. But I was literally... I, I swung at it with my foot. <laughs> and it just like... It, it went... <laughs> flew away. Imagine you'd volleyed a seagull onto somebody's car. I know, and just let the feathers go... <laughs> Jesus Christ. I hate them. I hate seagulls. They're flying rats. No, we've got a problem with them actually in our, well, near our back garden because we have a neighbour on one side and then apparently there's now a neighbour two down on the other side that started feeding them. Why would you want to feed a flying rat? Because that's what they are. They literally eat anything. If you open their stomachs up, they'll have all sorts of shit in there. So they're basically swooping down all over the place. In fact, one of them landed on the artificial grass, and I was not pleased. No, it's horrible, man. Disgusting. I don't know why folk. Uh, you know why I feed something? I said this last week. Go down and feed the ducks or something. Aye, exactly. You're encouraged not to because it does make them more like aggressive and seagulls. Ah, that's yeah. right. Aye, that's the thing. Actually, in the South Yorkshire vans, it mm-hmm. says that. Don't yeah. it? Don't feed the seagulls. Feed a bin, not a gull. That's it. That's in, the slogan. <laughs> in, my, in my work building in Kilmarnock, I had a seagull swoop down and peck my head when I was heading to my van and that's because there's always so much stuff round about there that they just and they basically got violent and started swooping down on people because they assumed that they were encroaching well they used to do that where my dad used to stay as well there was obviously a nest up in the like a chimney Mm -hmm. so in this road if you walked if you just happened to walk down this road they would assume you were threatening their territory (laughs) and they would just like vroom like right at right at your head and then just like you see them turning like turning around and then coming right back at you again and you're like fuck you have to like bound about the place aye that's what it's like there Mm. horrible things Mm -hmm. speaking of birds and therefore eggs do you want to give us an update on Alan Craig Alan has officially moved out he has grown up and moved out he's got his own place has he joined the army (laughs) no no, he's got his own place. He, Where's this? He in the woods. He left. <laughs> he left on Saturday, and we took him. We actually dropped him off, showed him his new pad, yeah. and took a picture of him at the doorstep. <laughs> I haven't put the the photo on the internet yet, but I'll put it up on Thursday, showing Alan. And he's 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 very outgoing, Alan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's got a nice he's got a nice little floral dress in the picture and he's at his doorstep and he's he's happy by all accounts nah, is he getting on alright eh? for anyone who's not followed Alan the egg is a seven month old egg that has been in our fridge for that length of time look he's got a face right don't try to say. act like he's just an egg not just a face he's got a personality and a soul mm-hmm. right. so he's been removed and disposed of in the woods you say disposed of He's been placed in yeah, the woods. At a fairy door. Mm. <laughs> a fairy door. <laughs> it's his fairy door now, right? <laughs> I'm paying the rent. Is there a picture of this? Yeah, uh-huh. Can I see this, please? Yes. I know the good uh, listeners will get to see it eventually, but I need to see this right now. And did Alan get cracked at all? No. No. Okay. You know, as if I'm asking a stupid question. <laughs> What the fuck is that? Is that like... It's a fairy door. Is that just like put next to a tree? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is is there a hole there? 
No. Just as it is standing next to the tree. I presume there's an entire house behind the door. <laughs> inside the tree. That's what I mean. See, right, this is horrible, right? But we obviously got rid of him just in time because on Saturday when we went to walk to get rid of him, mm-hmm. I picked him up and I was like, this could be a bit of slimy feeling, this egg. Ugh. It was like whatever was inside, it was, I think, about to start bleeding through because after oh, when I went home, my hand was stinking. I was like, oh, oh God. What's going on? He's obviously reached the teenage years. Aye. Started in <laughs> a bit of the wanking. <laughs> yeah, so other than your trip to the woods, have you been up to anything else, Craig? I witnessed a, well, depending on whose account you would take, a, a crash or a non-crash today in the high street. Mm-hmm. I was Ooh. driving up the high street and on the right-hand side, it was two lanes, so on the right-hand side there was a guy in a Mini and he's driving along and there's a guy in a van, like some sort of, it might have been one of those like money vans or something like that. Oh, he's yeah. on the left-hand side. So he just pulls across into the right-hand side as if he's going to go into this bay mm-hmm. and almost smacks into the guy in the mini. So then the two of them come back out into their separate lanes, but they're, they're apart from each other, and I'm stuck behind the two of them. And uh, the guy in the mini is livid. So he stops, gets out of his car, and starts screaming at the guy in the middle mm-hmm. of the street, get out of your fucking van! But obviously the guy in the van had locked the door, sensing a nutter. Uh, and the and van was was a money van? I think so. I can't. It all happened that fast. But, I was just if like, it is, oh. that's really not a van you want to be shouting at. Because they just uh, have to press a button and then bang. Uh, They've all got cameras on them, isn't yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. It was the van's fault. Right. Definitely the van's right. fault. The van nearly cut, cut the guy off and smacked into him. Now, I think right. they did touch briefly, but the guy realised pretty quickly. So he's like, you crashed into my van. I, could, I, could, I had my windows down so I could even hear the guy in the van shouting, no, yeah. I didn't. I didn't touch your, I didn't touch your car. <laughs> and he's like, get out of that fucking van now. Fuck. And the guy's like, I'm not coming out. <laughs> I'm not coming <laughs> and, out. Okay. And so I'm stuck behind him. And so there was enough of a gap for me to get through. So the guy's standing next to his mini and then the guy's standing, uh, sitting in his van and I just sort of creeped forward and through the two of them as they were like shouting at each other and I was like a big smile on my face the guy was fuming. But then he almost want to go forward though, he just wanted to kind of stay back and listen to the oh, carnage. I went, I went through as, as slowly as possible and I was like, I hope I don't clip this guy's car because he's absolutely nuts. But yeah, that was quite amusing. I also had a day off yesterday. For what? some reason, at my work, we get the July 4th bank holiday. Why? I have absolutely no idea. That's weird. I don't get a lot of bank holidays, but I get the July 4th one for some reason. It's not as if it's American on... independence and all that. Your, your work's not owned by an American conglomerate no. or something, is it? No, I don't know. It's just weird. But uh, That's strange. So I spent half of it watching Scooby-Doo with Nathan. Scooby-Doo. Oh, jeez. I think I've spoken about it in the podcast before, but... You're quite into Scooby-Doo. I, well, I used to love it as a kid. I hadn't watched it in years, but Nathan's quite into it now. But there's a, mm. a sort of semi-new one called um, Mystery Inc. Mystery Incorporated. Right. And it's really good. <laughs> like, they've got so much things in it for adults, like, right. as well, where, like, there's, like, two seasons of 24 episodes and they, all the stories, like, kind of, like, adjoin throughout the seasons. Aye. And you've got, like... Daphne finding a boyfriend and Fred flips out and stuff like that. Like they, they, <laughs> they lean into a lot of things that were just hinted at at the show before. Yeah. So it's actually quite cleverly done. So I was watching that with him and playing some games. So it's been quite a good 
quite a good few days. Did any of you see the video that I posted on Twitter earlier today about the guy in the bucket? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Shitting in the bucket. I never watched Did you know it? He's shooting in a bucket. Well, I think it's probably staged, but there's a guy uh, who, looks, who looks like he's homeless. It's in New York, and he's it's like a subway station or something, and he's like mm-hmm. sitting at the side, and there's a guy that's got a bucket, and he's like cleaning the floor. Mm-hmm. And when the guy turns his back, the guy who's homeless or look, appears to be homeless gets up, drops his trousers, and starts taking a shit in the bucket. So people that are walking yeah. by are like, whoa, mate, that guy's shitting in your bucket. <laughs> That guy is taking an absolute shit in your bucket. He's so he, shooting in the bucket. So he turns it. The guy turns around. It looks genuinely shocked, as you would. Doesn't he quite yeah. know what to do? And I think he gets his uh, mop, his mop, yeah. and starts trying to shoo the guy away with the mop. But the homeless guy, I'm just assuming he's homeless. Here. He seems as if he's homeless. Gets the mop off him, smacks the guy with it, and then sits back down and continues shitting. Aye. Aye, he almost like has a, you can see the thought of, should I continue to hit this guy or did I finish my shite? And he took the finish my shite route. Well, he was, he was probably looking at it and going, <laughs> if I take one more swing, this is going to fall out, I better sit back down. <laughs> but a, a few people did say that they, they, they thought it was staged, and to be fair, mm. I don't know. I you don't can know. normally tell. You can normally tell it did seem quite real. Why do folk do that these There's days? There's so many staged, Isn't stupid Aye. things. It's yeah. weird. I tell you something that like if it was staged, the majority of people weren't in on it because there was loads of yeah, people I just thought, walking by. I and thought they the reactions were quite. Weren't in on mm-hmm. it. I like watching videos of bullies getting owned, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Ah, that's good. And I was watching some of them last night, but there was like some that were just so fake; it was unreal. You know, just like the wee boy being like, "Stop! You need to stop bullying me." I've had enough of this, Jason. You don't have the right to talk to me this way. You don't. You know what I mean? And then the bully uh, goes, and it starts going off, and you're like, come on, this is cringy. <laughs> another, another thing I saw today was, I, I, I assume you have seen this before. I've certainly shown it to you, Jess. Do you remember the guy? I think he started on Twitter... I don't even know what his name is, but everyone knows him as the fuck this shit guy. Remember that he's like a, he's a total nerd and he's right into wrestling and right. he does like hardcore moves on himself and films it. Oh yeah. I know no, I don't. Have you not seen it? No. I'll, right, I'll show you a couple of videos after. Okay. We'll leave always, a, a link for you listeners. I, I can't remember what his Twitter is, but one of my friends independently who doesn't know anything about wrestling or this guy sent a random video going, what the hell is this? And it's the guy, it's the same guy, and he's he gets someone else to light fireworks and fire them at him. So he's basically he's taking his top off and he's just standing against a wall with his back out, and yeah. they fire fireworks at his back. That's so sake. dangerous. Aye, stupid. But uh, I was just, I just couldn't believe the guy's still alive. He obviously did this for July fourth. But obviously, I, obviously, because what else would you do for July? But I was celebrate it. I, I couldn't believe the guy was still alive. Like honestly, seeing videos past, he's like, he's got tables, like wrestling style tables, wrapped them in barbed wire, and jumped off the roof of his house onto them. Okay, and he always mental. does. He always does a sort of 
thing with his hands and goes, fuck this shit, and then like jumps or whatever. But yeah, some I've of the stuff he's done, never you heard feel of this guy. The pain yeah, when you're watching it sounds, it. it's it, one he, of he basically obviously idolizes Mick Foley, right? And it's some of the stuff's hard to watch, though, <laughs> like really hard. I can't, I can't think, but he's got he's whole, he's built like a whole, I, I think it's just Twitter. I don't think he's like on, yeah. maybe he is on YouTube. I don't know, but I'll, I'll show you after. It's we'll link it in the description once we find out what his name is again. But I can't. Mm. I was just shocked that he was still alive because some of the stuff he'd done. I mean, it was about two years ago. I saw mm. his previous Stupid videos, stuff. and he looked like he was going to kill himself. I love it when folk go up to Mick Foley and they they say like you're my idol or like you're my inspiration and he always apologises because <laughs> he knows what that means <laughs> you're going to be a cripple at all <laughs> <laughs> it means they're jumping off fucking rooftops and getting into barbed wire tables I've got one other thing before we start this is it's gaming related but I just I, I've got nowhere else to put it in but it's really starting to annoy me there's this game I don't suppose you'll have heard of it's called Liberated no. it's really cool I did a, a very short let's play of it about a year ago on PC because it initially came out for Switch and PC and it's a 2D side-scrolling shooter but it's got a really nice art style and the, all the cutscenes are done in a comic book style right it's okay. really cool really really cool so at the time I'd contacted the developer and said is this coming to PlayStation or Xbox because I want to play for trophies and achievements. And the guy was like, aye, aye, no, it'll be coming at some point. Yep, yep. Right. So every time I would see them tweeting like, oh, there's 40% off in the store this week or something like that, I'd be like, what about the PlayStation version? And they would like reply to me with like a wee fucking angry emoji or something like that because I kept asking. <laughs> right? Right. So we're now at least a year on zero sign of the PlayStation or Xbox version. Now, it costs money to publish games on different platforms so maybe it didn't sell enough for them to do it or something I don't know what the situation is mm -hmm. although randomly I use a website called PSN Profiles and that's it's a way to like track like trophies and stuff like that but it also lists all the trophy lists for new games coming out so right. it's the best place to find out what games are coming out soon because a trophy list will usually appear about a week before a game comes out Okay. so a few weeks ago I saw Liberated I was like fucking finally brilliant <laughs> so I emailed the PR guy and I was like when, when's this coming out? Um, do you want us to review it? Like, what's happening? And the guy was like, there's no plans for it to come to PlayStation. And I was like, well, clearly there fucking is because there's a trophy last up for it. And the guy was like, well, that's news to me. <laughs> right? What, what the fuck is going on here? So I kept checking, kept checking, thinking there'll be an announcement soon. There'll be something, there'll be something. Nothing. Then I found out a couple of people have some of the trophies for it. So I was like, right, it must be out somewhere. It's popped up on the Japanese PlayStation Store in English. So it's an English version, or certainly you can change the language to English. Right. The developer apparently knows nothing about it. They're saying, no, no, we, uh, we aren't bringing it to PlayStation yet. But if you make a, place, a Japanese PlayStation account and somehow navigate it, which I can't quite figure out how to do yet, <laughs> you can buy it. So it's out. Only like three people have bought it in Japan. And they don't know about it. The developers of the game don't know that this There's is out. There's nothing mentioned about it. So are they getting fucking royalties no, from honestly, the game? Did you make them no aware idea. of this discovery? I messaged a guy and said... Are you aware way, your game's out? <laughs> by the way, this seems to have appeared in Japan. And they were like, all right, we'll look into that. Wow. Like, That's strange. 
the whole thing's really weird. Mm. I'm hoping it now means that surely to fuck it's coming soon. But so you really like this game? As I what? played. I only played like half an hour of it or so, but I thought it was really cool. Right. I mean, I could just make a Japanese PlayStation account, I suppose. But trying to navigate. I thought you had that, one. I've got every other region. Oh, right. The Japanese language kind of is pretty daunting. Yeah. Like, see if you make an Australian account, I can navigate an Australian account. Because <laughs> they speak the same language. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm I'm fairly confident. They're mostly words that I know, mm-hmm. but in Japanese, it's a bit harder to navigate around. Uh, it's a bit like, more how tricky. would I search for that game in the store? Fair <laughs> yeah. Although there are loads of Scottish words that people would be. You know, largely confused by. Mm-hmm. It I know Lisa, Lisa is sometimes, even still to this day, I come out with words and she doesn't have a clue. Like if I said to you, "I've staved my finger." Oh, we we spoke about this before. You would know exactly Aye, what I she meant. She had no idea what that was. She has no clue, and it's hard to explain to somebody what that actually means. Mm-hmm. Or t- tim it over, like if you're timing something over, t- like tipping something Aye. over. Don't have a clue what that was. <laughs> You know, it's just, it's funny when you, you just, like, you're interacting with somebody Aye. from another country and you realise the difference in the way people use words. Yeah. Well, I say some Scottish word, no, some English words and you can tell me the Scottish word of it. Hmm. Okay. Idiot. Egypt. Egypt. Aye. Ugly. Hack it. Mm-hmm. I'm good then. Smelly. Boggin. I would have said boufin. Uh, but yeah, I suppose. Glake it. Dirty. Glake it. <laughs> Is it? Black black mock it. <laughs> Old. 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 Uh, Grumpy. Cravat. Oh, good shout, mate. Pale. Peely Wally. Peely Wally. Fucking hell, I've only got a Scottish passport revoked there. You do have got a slap or a. Heedbutt? Glasgow Heedbutt? Huh? Glasgow slap. Kiss? A scalp. A scalp. Yeah, of course. A sandwich. Sandwich. Oh. I definitely feel like I know this one, but I can't think what it is. To me, it's a very, like, my gran would always say this. Oh, a piece. A piece. Yes. <laughs> Maybe a wee piece. A piece and jam. Yeah, yeah a piece and brands and pickle. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. I just, it's weird. It's weird when you think about it, the yeah. words we use. That's strange. A piece. Where's that, yeah, why where's would that come have from? I have any idea what that is. I know, where's that come from? Or... Uh, if we we call our like our tea is dinner, mm-hmm. don't we? But uh, probably so people would just but you want your tea and people would think you're actually offering them a cup of tea. Of tea. Uh, black and all of our coffee. No, no, I'm having my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move on. First up this week, some first impressions on a new game. Craig, tell us more. Yep, we have been testing out the new Sniper Elite VR game. Mm. Which is really, really cool. <laughs> it's Do you get to shoot people? Obviously. Okay. <laughs> you get to snipe them and shoot them. <laughs> I, I've only played a small amount of it due to time restrictions. I actually took the Oculus headset to work today so I could get a wee bit of time. Of course you did. We're both rolling our eyes at him. <laughs> hey, you've got to get the time in when you can. Mm-hmm. I'm a busy man. 
Uh, Want to get paid for this shit? Uh, so I, all, I just I went through the first level a couple of times. Uh, it's it's really cool. I mean, if you like sniper elite, the sniper elite games, I'm a big fan of them, and it's got the kill cam. Uh, so that's what I was just thinking. Does it follow? Yes. And VR, that's so quite cool. If you get a good shot, then all of a sudden you become the bullet in first person. Mm-hmm. But it's not like a sick. It's not like a sickness. I was going to say that that was my first thought. Was, oh, I can't do that. I'll just feel sick. <sighs> See, I don't tend to get sick in VR for much. But I was thinking about it when it was happening, and to me, it was handled really well. There was no sense mm. of it for me. Like you do one thing. I would like to do though is to to slow it down a little bit. Because I feel like when you... Like the it's bullet not, time. It's not every shot yet. It's not every yeah. shot that gives you the bullet cam. Mm-hmm. But well, when you it does... you would get bored of it if it was... Aye. But when it does, it goes from the scope to the person's body very quickly. Right. And I feel like you would almost prefer it to like go a bit slower just because it would... I feel like it have more effect. Yeah. But when it does reach them, it then shows you a skeleton sort Aye. of right in front of it. you, and Aye. it shows where it's it exploding and the bones breaking. Yeah, it's so like if you cool. crack their jaw or their skull. Yeah. I haven't been able to get a, a ball shot yet, but I'm sure that'll be in it because it's in the in the normal games. So what you're telling me there is that you want your head to navigate to someone's balls. Is that what you're saying? That does, <laughs> in fact, sound like what I'm saying. <laughs> Yummy. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's quite realistic though when like the bullets hit like the bones and it shows you uh, the bones good. just exploding like what would actually happen in real life yeah. rather than what people think in films people can get shot and just carry on. Yeah. But really it's probably not going to be that way. So like I say I've only played the first, I played through the first level twice the second time I did actually record it for a let's play but I'm going to re-record it because Is there much a story in Sniper Elite? Each one's got a story yeah Cool Especially I, I, like I only played sort of Sniper Elite 2 and 3 like bits and pieces I never played it start to finish but when Sniper Elite 4 came out it was at a time where I just had a bad back injury and I was off work and so I played the entire game start to finish without being spotted once and mm. recorded the entire thing and put it on YouTube. Uh, like a full stealth walkthrough and I, I had a great time with it. So is the new is this Sniper Elite VR a new game or is it Sniper Elite 4 in VR? No, it's a completely new story, a new game. Oh, wow. Well, right. uh, so it's, avail- it's going to be available on Thursday, the day this podcast launches. So we are allowed to talk about it. But it's coming to PlayStation VR, Oculus Quest, and the PC Oculus. So there is different versions that you can buy. Each one of them is $29.99, which is a good price. It's not... Mm-hmm. Like, there is certainly something double-A about it, I would say. Like, we had a question... I forgot to actually write down word for word the questions we got in. But we got a question asking about how the graphics were. And... They're not brilliant. It looks decent. It looks okay. Like it looks serviceable. It looks good when it needs to. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the previous games that I've played, especially in PlayStation VR, if you've got a scope, when you look through the scope, it looks terrible, mm-hmm. and that's an issue. Whereas in in this, when you look through the scope, it's completely clear. You can shoot your targets. The aiming's great, but. <sighs> It, it, the graphics are a little bit basic. Like when you first start over in the corner, there's supposed to be like rubble, and instead of it being 
sort of quite high quality rubble. It's like yeah. almost like it looks almost like an N sixty four design. Like it's it's a picture of rubble on a bit of like polygons that are at an incline. Mm. Like rather than actually looking like like three D rubble, if you know what I mean. So I want my rubble looking good. A bit, like, <laughs> even even characters and stuff like that, like they wouldn't have like detailed faces like it would all mm. be one skin tone throughout their whole face do you know what right, I mean? right. like so it's it's not graphically intensive but the game runs very well mm-hmm. like it, it and it handles very well there is in vr you're always going to have a little bit of footery yeah. nonsense like so far the mission i played you using the sniper rifle there is missions later on where you're using like silenced pistols and stuff like that but you have to so each shot you fire you then have to like cock it back and forward and you have to put ammo in every five shots as well Mm -hmm. and that can be a little bit footery although after a couple of minutes i was doing it no bother so i think it could just be getting used to it um another question we had in was asking about how it controls on psvr i can't speak to that the version i've been playing is the oculus and they are far superior controllers. So the controls that I've been playing with, I, I think, hold up really well. I don't know how it's going to be on PlayStation VR. It's certainly not going to be as good, but is it going to be much worse? I don't really know. I can't I can't really speak to that. There's certainly a lot of uh, comfort options, though. So you do have the option to beam, so you can like teleport to places, and you can turn in sections so that it's a lot easier on your eyes. That would help me. Yeah, but I have it set so that it's free movement, you can run, and you're, it's free turning and stuff like that as well. Um, but, I mean, so far, I would say I'm I'm really impressed. Really, really impressed. I, I was looking forward to it, though, and I'm a Sniper Elite fan. So going in, I was sort of predisposed to like it, but I'm very impressed so far. And there'll be a Let's Play certainly an initial let's play up by the time this podcast goes live and I do plan to do a few videos on it okay cool the official puredeadgaming.com website is where you will find all our written reviews and articles and let's plays as well we also publish our pre-show polls there and our catalogue of gaming movie club scores yeah so one of the polls we did put up this week was VR related I just wanted to gauge people's interest in VR Uh, the poll asked what is your interest level in VR gaming? The options were huge fan, use it from time to time, find it cost prohibitive or no interest at all. The highest amount of votes was 33% for find it cost prohibitive, which is fair enough. The second was use it from time to time at 29%, a huge fan at 23% and 14% of no interest at all. So I thought that was quite actually positive for the future of VR gaming mm. because that was the bottom one. So that the majority, you're talking 86%, have interest in it, certainly. Yeah. Just costs need to come down or the people who use it from time to time, I think they just need more games. Mm-hmm. So I think the future's bright for a PSVR too. Yeah, I think certainly... 
I don't know, <laughs> it sounds silly, but I feel like it's more effort than just turning the controller on. Oh, 100%. Um, I that. You have to faff around with cables, make sure your camera's set up. Like, you know, granted, some people probably have such a setup in their house where it's much easier than maybe what got we the, have. The but... mannequin head. <laughs> Folk have <laughs> yeah. got that where you can just put it yeah. on and take off. Well, yeah. I mean, certainly that was the case with PSVR. Like, with the Oculus now, we can mm-hmm. just put yeah. it on our head. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's completely, like I say, I put it on, I just took it to work and stuck it on my head in my mm-hmm. office mm-hmm. and was jumping about sniping people. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, so it can be used anywhere. But, like, when you speak to that, like, yesterday on my day off, Nathan wanted to play... Astrobot, mm. and it took me half an hour to set the fucking thing up because mm. it was in a box downstairs. Then I had to, I couldn't get the bloody camera to sit properly. <laughs> like it was a nightmare, an absolute nightmare. It's the first time we've used the PSVR in a while, and my god, like after half an hour when he was like, I'm done, dad, I was like, No, you're no, get back on that. <laughs> I, spent me lo- I spent longer setting that up than you've been in it. But with the Oculus, obviously, yeah, it's, it's just. <laughs> There's no cables, you just you'll sit it there, you'll play it, and you'll enjoy it. Exactly. <laughs> Raging. What else can we expect on the website this week, Craig? The plan is a review for Sniper Elite VR. We still have a review of Mario Golf Super Rush to come, and Katie Pedersen is currently in transit. He's moving, he's working on his review for Scarlet Nexus. I also am planning to do an updated Let's Play on American Ninja Warrior because... There's a game for that? Oh, is there a game for that? Wow. It's, it's Craig's most viewed game oh, on it? his YouTube channel. Uh, yeah. wow. So I don't know exactly what happened, but <laughs> basically I, they brought out this game. It only ever came out in the American... You've got access to it. It's on the American store. Oh, amazing. Um, and <laughs> Great. Don't, don't get too excited, mm-hmm. right? It, plays like a mobile game it's not great at all but i think we get sent a code for it and i was like right okay i'll give this a go i like american ninja warrior a game could be cool if done properly it's not done properly so (laughs) i made a video of my first impressions of it now that video is horrific because it doesn't give you a tutorial on what to do so you i I spent the whole time not having an idea what to do just failing constantly (laughs) that video has had Nearly 400,000 views. Hmm. Because I think somewhere in China, they're really big on American Ninja Warrior. And because only about three people have this game... (laughs) You're the only one to watch. So I put up a second video. You to monetize it. Well, I couldn't because uh, straight away, the TV company that make American Ninja Warrior claimed the copyright on it. Oh, fuck. I'm raging. (laughs) Could I made some proper green off that? Mm. But um, so I put up a second video once I'd got a hang of the controls, just like running through it and showing all the different stages. But there was talk of them bringing updates to it. So this was like two years ago. So I want to go back now and just see if it's any different or if it's as bad as I remember. So I'm going to hopefully do a video of that later in the week and also a video of a game called Out of the Box, which is an indie game that came out a couple of years ago that I loved and no one else played. So I'd like to... <laughs> so you're going to play I would like to throw some shine on that, if possible. It's a game where you play as a bouncer. And it's all sort of like down to your reflexes because you have to either let in, turn away, or ID so many people in a certain amount of time. <laughs> and each time 
you get you get given certain parameters that you have to like like today it'll be like right we can't let anyone that's drunk in so you have to be hitting this quick wow. mm-hmm. but you have to be doing it based on people's like appearance and there's also like celebrities that appear so, is like, this a shitty platinum or is this no not at all right okay and uh, so like there's I'm sure Donald Trump's one of them but he's not called Donald Trump and like he turns up <laughs> and he's wanting special privilege and stuff like that and there's the it's funny like it's really well done Wow. Is the bouncer something that you've always wanted to be, Craig? Absolutely not. I can't think of much worse. No offence to any bouncers out there, but you get nothing but hassle, mm. as this True. game proves, but in a funny way. True that. Something else that was also funny was our gaming movie night. For those of you who don't know, each week we pick a gaming-inspired movie to all watch and pick apart and rate the following week. We use a unique rating system of Scotch Pies where the best films get awarded five Scotch Pies and the worst one. Only one movie so far has been given five Scotch Pies and that was Craig's score for last week's Hitman. Could this week's movie also get the exclusive five Scotch Pies? The, uh, the film's called Hitman, not Hitman. It's the same thing. There you go. So this week we watched Dead or Alive, which was released in 2006, and it follows the story of four female fighters who participate in the Dead or Alive martial arts tournament. They start off as rivals, and as the tournament progresses, they form a team to fight against another force. Belter, Uh, they fight against evil Eric Roberts, Julia Roberts' brother. Is that who it is? I I I didn't recognise him. Big rubber mouth himself. Right. I definitely do. What else is he doing? I recognise him. You'll probably not remember stuff. Just, he's, it just appears randomly in well, he's, he's not really in big movies. He's in a film. Apart from Dead or Alive. Apart from this one, this is his massive role. Yeah, breakout um, performance. There was a film in the eight, I think it was the late 80s, though. Um, me and Woody used to watch this a lot. Right. It's called Best of the Best. I've heard of it. It was a, it was like a kind of karate film, and it was like the Americans fighting against the Japanese. I think it was. It was just a. I remember, remember it being an awesome film. He was in that, but apart from that, not a lot. Interesting. I think he's in a Marvel film. Okay, so what do we think? Where do we even start with this? Oh, one? it's amazing. You have to start. At the start. Right, okay. So the first three scenes where I was getting introduced to... Tits. Aye. And ass. <laughs> I was going to say three of the women. Mr. Tit and Mrs. Ass. You'll be seeing a lot of them throughout this film. <laughs> well, no, to be fair, at first we got introduced to... Princess Kasima or Kasumi? Kasumi. Princess Kasumi. And there, I wouldn't say there was any tits or ass there, but there was certainly physics went out the window. Oh, 100%. Uh, she, was bounding when she, jumped, like, she was bouncing on swords and fucking flying uh, in the sky. When she, I was willing to forgive when she was running over the guy's backs. I thought, it couldn't happen, you'd break your ankle, but all right. But then when she bounced on that sword... and then Says you, just because you kind of skip... I, I would be able to jump in folks' backs and they bother. I'd be like fluttering right. up across them. Right, well, we can try that after. <laughs> I, I'm willing to. I'm willing to accept that some people could do that. The bouncing on the sword and going seven hundred foot in the air. Springboarded of that sword. Aye. Like a magical sword, that. Springboarded her so high she had to use a parachute to get down. Yep. 
That was a bit. That was a bit much. And then a fucking uh, shuriken blade thing. I came and hit her. <laughs> like she grabbed it and fucking smiled. What the fuck was that about? That was because she was wanting the invite to the Dead or Alive tournament. That was all them. That's how they invite you. They try and kill you with a shuriken. No, it just lands next to you. That's what happened to all of them. Oh, well. Because then then it was the the wrestler. Jamie Presley. Aye. Oh, Jamie Presley. Enjoy her. She's nice in this film. She's nice in, like, My Name is Elle as well. But she's just... Which one was she? The blonde one. Aye, the blonde. Kind of cowboy one. Yeah. Cowgirl, sorry. Cowgirl, yeah. yeah. She, so she, I found it quite funny because she was like done up to the nines and she was on the phone complaining about how she didn't want people to think she was fake anymore. And she was almost like laughing when she was saying it because it was just so fucking ridiculous. Uh, and then she dealt with the pirates. She kicked fuck out them, didn't she? Aye. And then we got Holly Valance. Oh, God. Who, I, when me and Jess watched this, we watched it last night, and I made a remark that it was one of the most impressive efforts I had seen of you know how and you get you get plenty of these scenes where they do everything but show you a nipple. Yeah. And I, I was very impressed with the camera work here. Mm-hmm. Aye. Well they kinda like yeah, you could yeah. you just nearly seen that and just nearly seen that. I was impressed how she put her brow on. Aye, her hands and in then the air. grabbed the gun. I'm going to practice that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, we'll, we'll sit and I'll throw your bra every <laughs> all night. We'll see how you, if you can master it. But um, yeah, so I was quite impressed with that. I thought that's probably because there's plenty of films that do that where they go mm-hmm. right up to the line of showing your nipple and don't. Yeah. And this was one of the most impressive, like, sort of versions of it I'd seen but then in looking up the trivia for this film I found out that originally she was supposed to be or she originally she was topless in the scene she was topless Aye, she was topless when she's in the shower and when she gets out the shower Mm -hmm. and then the scene when she's with the guy and she's like attacking them like I think in the in the final version she got She's got a towel round her bottom half. Is that no, right? She's no, wear, she's wearing on. a. Aye, she's wearing a robe. Mm. Yeah. Like a, aye, she's wearing a robe. Aye, so in in the original version, she's naked when she's doing that. All right. And I think you pretty much see everything. Right. But afterwards, when they were cutting the film together, they decided that they wanted the PG thirteen rating. So they added this stuff in after the fact. So I think that's how they managed to make it just to the point of you seeing something, but Mm. not. Mm. And also, in the sneakiest of sneaky moves, apparently, again, according to the trivia, when they released the film on DVD, one of the deleted scenes on the bonus is the original scene with her tits out, Mm. or with her completely naked. Right. So they were able to get their, their PG-13 rating and then sell the DVD based on She's Naked in the Extras. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually a slight stroke of genius. <laughs> if you, because once this film hit cinemas and didn't do very well, the DVD no. sales were not looking good. But that, Until was, that, something, we that was something nugget. you could put in the box and uh. potentially sell a few copies. Mm. Holy Valance of Neighbours fame... Tits on view. I also, when I was looking up for just 
different stuff that happened. Apparently, Holly Valance did an interview where she claimed that around 40 bikinis get destroyed. Got ruined. Did you see that one? Eh? Yeah. How? Was she counting? Was she fuck? That's just yeah. a, a number she's plucked from absolutely nowhere. And what was happening in this? Were they recording scenes and it's like, oh, my tits have burst out again. Can mm, you get no. me another bikini? Mm, like, what was knows. going on? Fuck knows. And another thing we had spoke about, one of the fight scenes we'd spoke about was the one in the rain with the two yes. the two girls. How could we not remember that, was, that one? That was Jamie Presley and the, uh, the, the fourth girl. What was her name? Helena. Mm. Yeah, the one that had the a host. Dad. Yeah, the host. So they, they fought in the rain. Mm. I mean, just like, of course they're fighting in the rain. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's that fight scene took, took two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah, two weeks to film. I mean, I know they're I know. not great actresses, but fuck me. I know, man. Two weeks. I'm <laughs> how? I don't know. That's know. what I said. I said it took two weeks. Baffling. I, I, I can only assume because they're such bad actresses. Yeah. And I thought Jamie Presley's a good actress, but she, she just doesn't get good lines to work with in this film, really. No. Did you see the whole thing about how there was only one uh, was it one assistant director and one other guy was the only people in the that spoke English? Oh, I seen that trailer, yeah. Everyone else to do with the film only spoke Chinese. Uh, so these two people had to communicate back and forth between the cast and all the, the film crew. Yeah, I read that because one. Because no one else spoke the language. Well, that's probably why it took two weeks then. <laughs> yeah. Possibly. Yeah. But uh, cause I, I saw an interview with Jamie Presley and she had said she was actually looking forward to the film. Like She was like, oh, I, th- I thought it was going to be quite good. But obviously yeah. it turned up, nobody speaks English, which is an issue. Uh, but the reason that she... It's quite funny, actually, because the reason that she was excited about it was because the guy who produced... The producer, he was known for being the one of the best in the world at producing fight scenes. And we did remark at different times that, see, to be fair, as bad as the film was, the fight scenes were pretty good mm-hmm. for the most part. The fight choreography was decent. And apparently it is because this guy is legitimately amazing at it. Mm. I thought it was quite interesting, though, that a lot of the fights were, you know, pitted males against females. But th- this was the same. I mean, I know you didn't see that much of it, but this was the same with Tekken. When yeah. we watch Street Fighter, it'll be the same there. And that's because when these games come out, back then, it was the 90s, they didn't really... I mean, Dead or Alive was the 2000s, but you can't... Ha- I mean, see if they tried to bring a game out and it was just women or just men. Like, folk would have freaked out. So because you can do male against females in the game, they sort of have to do it in the mm. film. Otherwise, it just would seem weird. Mm-hmm. But it seems weird to me watching it because yeah, oh, you would definitely. never get that matchmake. Yeah. Like. No. And obviously there's a lot of controversy at the moment because, um, what's her name, Laurel Hubbard um, is the first transgender athlete um, to compete at the Olympics. And it's, you know, it it is purely because of that whole gender difference. Sorry, not gender difference. Like gender is the kind of social, it's a social construct. It's because of the sex difference. Yeah. and is there an advantage there and is there not yeah. what was this person a man before and now yeah. and she's well there is a difference and it's now she's called competing. testosterone yeah yeah. Um, but even with you know suppression and yeah. things like that it's you know the, the physiological advantage just still exists yeah, yeah. What, what, 
events does she do? Uh, it's weightlifting. Oh no, there you go. That's that's bullshit to me mm-hmm. because that's men are just, and I don't mean this to be sexist in any way, but men are just stronger than women. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not not every woman, obviously, but in yeah. a whole, I we know. are just stronger. Mm-hmm. I know. And it just it can't be reversed with hormone therapy. No, um, no, that's to, bullshit. To me, to me, the worst part about it is that, and again, I'm I'm all for equality. In, Oh, absolutely. I just don't think that's fair, though. But to me, I don't think it's fair either, but, like, I can... I think it sets a bad precedent because you're going to have people exploiting this. Like, Mm. as soon as this is allowed, you will have... Like, I believe that this person is doing it under the right... For the right reasons. I believe I'm a female. Mm. I want to compete. Mm. For all the right reasons, but if that goes through, you're going to have people. Well, it has. That's. Uh, you're going to have people going. If I do this, I could win. Mm. I could game the system, and mm. there's a precedent been set that mm. allows me to do this. Yeah. And you will have people doing yeah. that, and it will make a mockery of it. Yeah. Because I mean, you know, again, I fully respect um, what's her name, Laurel Hubbard. You know, and I appreciate the difficulties that she's probably gone through in her life you know right. um but it's probably no you know, easy and being the target of such headlines you know this is the end of female sport um you know cannot be easy that's but probably not what she dreamt of when she was no, wanting to go but, to olympics you know, that being said it, it, it was an issue you know it's, mm-hmm. um, I, I do wonder if the sort of end result ends up being that they have a male female and transgender yeah. like basically they go into three sections and to me that that would be the most fair but I think at the moment the reason they haven't is because there's maybe not the the right sufficient enough world class athletes to do it give it time give it a decade because I mean yeah is it fair to let trans women compete in female sport no but is it fair not to let them compete in female sport also no no, no, it's a hard one isn't it Um, so yeah, we don't have to come up with a solution. We'll leave that to somebody else. But somebody's making the big bucks. Yeah. Anyway, dead or alive. <laughs> <laughs> How did we get into such a such a? Because men were fighting women in the film. Oh, right. Ah, yeah. Right. True. 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 A couple of reviews from Amazon. I'm a fan of this kind of movie. I really like this film a lot. Great action scenes, magnificent cast. It's like seeing a game. I love the women empowerment. Here, they really shine. Here. I love, I love when folk just they can't even put senses together. Full stops are really difficult for a lot of people. I know, but this person's got full stops then commas right after yeah. each other. You know what I mean? They've went overboard with it. Um, what was it? Uh, I love the uh, women empowerment here. They really shine here. With Jamie Presley in a great physical condition, the sexy Holly balance. Balance? <laughs> I, that's the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> and a double seduction persona Devon Aoki I think that's that Kusimi lassie and a beautiful martial artist devotee plus Eric Roberts on his typical villain role and supporting cast who managed to provide a well balanced explosive action movie that's clearly someone that wrote it with predictive text on their phone and didn't Holly Balance. bother their fucking arse changing anything that was changed. Is that Holly Balance for Nables? She uh, fucking will be Holly Balance. As much one? use as she has these days. What did she even do now? Fuck no, it's music still. She's a mu- musician, did you say? A musician. How dare I? 
<laughs> She's probably still living off the money from Dead or Alive. How much did it gross? Who's got the stats? On I've that? got it. I've got it right here. Not right here. Here it's here. Uh, so the budget was thirty million. Okay. Guesses. Guesses, guys. Fifteen. Right, yes. Forty-five. Oh, fucking hell. You thought this was making money? Well, has <laughs> it not got quite a following in they, the gaming world? They made all their money in DVD when she had their tits out. Oh. So, 30 million budget, the box office was 7.7. 7. Oh, that's rubbish. So, yeah, not great, not great at all. I don't know if this was like an intended gaming callback and I can't remember which characters kissed, but I remember enjoying The Sims kissing so- song. The Sims? I'll play it for you. Is that the song that plays when The Sims yeah, kiss? Yeah, when you, when you go to um, in The Sims, when you made them kiss, that's the noise. It was when it was ah. an embrace, not just you could do like a polite little... Yeah. But when you made them embrace, that was the noise it made. And right. somebody kissed in the film and they played that noise. You're looking at someone that has The Sims 4 Platinum. Actually, <laughs> have you not? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my God, I've never played The Sims. Have you not? No. Nah. Nah, it's not for me. I, 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 I quite like designing the houses. I usually just leave it in pause mm. and like design cool But then houses. I play Sim City. Ah, some size good. Yeah. I didn't. I stopped playing it when it got like a bit over the top. But I played Aye. like one, two, three, and then had like twenty expansion packs for yeah. all, all the stuff. <laughs> oh, there was so many expansion packs. Still do that. See, apparently, see for Sims Four, if you own all the content, it costs over a thousand pounds. Wow. Oh my god. That's true. What an investment that is. Yep. Woo. But right. uh, so they did have a lot of good callbacks in the film. Like, you've got your Sims noise there. Then the point where they played volleyball. There was ah, a, the a DOA spin-off game, game yeah. that was DOA volleyball, extreme volleyball. Mm-hmm. And when that scene came on, like I said to Jess, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool because they actually did make a volleyball game. I mm-hmm. pulled up a bit of gameplay on YouTube of the volleyball game. And when I sat it there, it was almost beat for beat with yeah, what yeah. was going on in the screen. That's quite cool. So that was quite cool. Um... Have I got anything else down here? I can't believe Kevin Nash just turned up to fight in the DOA tournament with his Hulk Hogan replica gear on. Because that was <laughs> fucking um, ridiculous. I thought I thought he was quite good in the film, to be honest with you. He was alright, but the fact that there was not really any indication as to how he'd got his invite, and then you're supposed to be badly hurt when you get part of a tournament. Now, I realise it's his daughter, but, I mean, he fell in water. Yeah. And he was like... <laughs> You go get him, girl. Mm-hmm. Off you go, Kevin. Female empowerment. Mm. Off you go, Kevin. <laughs> and uh, I thought the best line of the film was see when the I think I can't remember which uh, who all was there, but when they managed to get into Donovan, the bad guy's lair, mm. and they found out that he'd been watching them, they found the cameras, yeah, and they, that he'd been watching them this whole time, and they were like, "What a perv!" I'm like, have you seen the fucking film? Every time you've been fighting, you've been in a bloody bikini. And all of a sudden, <laughs> this guy's a pair. Of... Right. <laughs> like, How dare you look at me Did you when bring I'm a pair of jeans with you? <laughs> Did you bring a jacket, love? Exactly. <laughs> 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 Taking the absolute cheek to out this guy. I don't know. Fucking state of them. 
Um, what else have I got? Uh, the, another uh, bit of trivia was that the female cast spent four months in training wow. for this film. I'll be honest, they looked the part. Yeah. I, w- I didn't watch them doing all the stuff and going, wow, that's embarrassing. They, I, they looked as if they knew what they were doing. I feel like we've been quite harsh on Holly Valencia, but I also feel like she sort of deserves it. Because, like, Jamie Presley... Holly Balance. Aye, Holly Balance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because when Jamie Presley was doing, like, her fight scenes, they were quite zoomed out, and you could tell it was her. Mm-hmm. But a lot of Holly Valance's scenes were zoomed in quite a bit. Doubles. I, I think so. Aye. She'll not be wanting to break a nail. Aye. No way. She's like, I get the impression she's like that type of lassie mm. that doesn't know how to do anything at all. As soon as you can get it's like Wesley Snipes in the the last Blade film. See the one uh, Trinity, I think mm-hmm. it's called, the one they done with Ryan Reynolds and I Jessica really Biel. You liked it. Mm-hmm. He did you know it? No, I, I, I think Ryan it's because I know how much of a dick he was to the director. Aye, uh, he, he is a dick, but I really like Jessica Biel and Ryan Reynolds. I like Ryan Reynolds. Roles. I do he, like Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds was brilliant in that role. He was. Do and he what, had mo- Do you know what's exciting? Ryan Reynolds is doing the BBC bedtime stories. So <sighs> I thought you were going to say something about Jessica Biel. Ryan, yeah. Ryan Reynolds is funny. He he's is good. Funny. I really like him. I, he's not good, as much as Jessica Biel. He's good like in that him. film, and he had more in that film until Wesley Snipes seen it and went, no, no, no. I'm in every... The, the characters oh, the characters have got to be talking about me okay. if I'm not in the scene they have to be talking about me so right. it kind of like ruined half of his scenes cause... Ryan Reynolds was absolutely the standout in that film ah, he, was. he was brilliant what was I going to say though oh yeah uh, Wesley Snipes basically if he could get away with it he would he's, he would use his double mm-hmm. unless his face was needed in the scene he sent his double to the director Wow. And the director was going fucking mental, apparently, because he's like, just fucking come and do the scenes. And he's like, I don't need to be in this scene because my face isn't there. That's how much of a dick Wesley Snipes was during this, that film. What a twat. Okay. Right, it's time to pie up. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I'm going three scotch pies. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, it wow. was It was kind of bad, but at the same point, I watched it all. Which obviously means I wasn't gross enough that I thought it was kind of good. I mean, there was a lot of female empowerment and obviously being a female. Mm-hmm. There was female empowerment, but there was also all female fans. females yeah, as well. I, I'm going three pies. I'm going to go three. Because one, as I said, I thought the, a lot of the fight choreography was actually pretty decent. And also... It's, it did what it set out to do. Like, mm. the things you could be annoyed at, like, oh... It's just about ogling women. That's what the games are. Like, mm. if it hadn't done that, it wouldn't have been a dead or alive film. And like, I don't know. Like, that mm. it had to do that almost. Like, and the and the games are all about tits and ass. <laughs> so they had to have a fair amount of tits and ass in it. And yeah, the story was pretty poor. The acting was pretty poor. But I thought there was some decent fight scenes. So I'll go three pies. I'll go three as well. Three all round the board. Mm. Not bad. Next week, what are we going for? Street more, Fighter. More fighting. The legend of Chung Lee. The lesser known Street Fighter, not the 1994 one. Not the one with George Claude. What, 2009? 2009. The 2009 Street Fighter that, we, a few that, people, that I certainly found out existed about 45 minutes ago. A few people you'll recognise in it. Right. But. There's no headline star really. 
but there'll be a few faces you'll recognise. How bad is it meant to be? What's what's the, what's the IMDb rating? I'll just find out. And how, and how many minutes? Because that's that's. Because what was it? <laughs> an indicator of. <laughs> how many minutes? Because Dead or Alive was less than an hour and a half, which yeah. I thought was mercifully short. I liked that. That on it. In fact, actually, like part of the three pies would be for the time because <laughs> I, I respect a film that respects my time. Well, Street Fighter: The Legend of Chun Li is on for a one hour and thirty six minutes. Not bad. I'll take it. And it's got a three point seven. Ooh. Yeah. See, Dead or Alive was a four point eight. So you're probably looking at a significantly worse film. Their numbers would say so. Tits and or ass. (laughs) I will have to find out. Yes. Do join us next week when we will be discussing it. (laughs) Moving on now to what we have been playing. Okay. Any takers? Yes, I will take. (laughs) I have been playing once again Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I I don't have much more to say about it. Like I'm still in awe of the graphics, of the performance, of the gameplay. Like it's such a good game. One of the best mascot platformers like I've played. Like it's just it's really, really, really good. As I said before, like I don't think it is as breakout as some people try and make out like people try and make out like it's this gigantic leap and I do think it is in terms of graphics but not necessarily in gameplay like I think the rifts are a little bit gimmicky but it's there's no doubt it's a a fantastic game Uh, I'm right at the end as well I've just got the final boss to do now Um, so I was hoping I'd have it completed for this week but I just ran out of time unfortunately so I'll have that completed probably tomorrow but brilliant, absolutely brilliant game. If you liked any of the previous instalments or if you like 3D platformers, definitely, definitely play it. Other than that... I thought you didn't have much to say about it. Fucking <laughs> <Okay, laughs> hell. <laughs> fucking feisty over there, aren't <laughs> Bart Simpson. I don't have much back. to say about this one. Ten minutes later. <laughs> Bart Simpson with his cap on back to front. Eat my shorts. Uh, a bit more Sleeping Dogs and Assassin's Creed 2 there are Sleeping Dogs and Assassin's Creed 2 mm-hmm. uh, Assassin's Creed 2 has had the 60 FPS boost on Xbox you wouldn't know it doesn't feel like it's running at 60 FPS it obviously is but it feels just like the older game like Sleeping Dogs you can tell it's a lot smoother but you don't really notice it with Assassin's Creed but it's still good I love Assassin's Creed 2 so still good I suppose Mario Golf Super Rush, very fun. I hadn't played it last week when we spoke, but um, you were right. Like that, I love that mode where you have to race to the ball. Like very it's such fun. a good idea. <laughs> What's that? This when you said very fun. It's like is that a sentence? That's what Mario games are. Though, very you know what I mean? fun. Very fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, it almost incorporates like Mario Kart into like running for the balls yeah, and stuff it like that like, and it puts you on the t- on the clock like it's good I'll, I'll leave my opinions for the full review but I, I like it it's, it's good it's very light on content like very light I think there's six courses mm-hmm. which I, a lot. no I know yeah. like I think they're going to add to it over time but that doesn't make your own no hmm. 
they're supposed to be adding to over time, but at the moment, this is what you're buying. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. like, you're just hoping they'll add more over time. And the previous games all came with more content, so mm. I do find it a bit strange that it's been scaled back, but mm. it's fun. Um, it's, it's a £60 game, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, aye. It's Nintendo, are you kidding? Mm, I, I think Nintendo are giving you a fucking bargain. And the last game I played was... I went back to the Dark Side Detective games, that the uh, point-and-click games that I'd been talking about previously. They released a PS5 version of the first game, and you, got, you already owned it if you owned the PS4 version. So I went in and played through that and got the Platinum. The... Platinum for the PlayStation 4 versions of the other two games. There was glitches, and when you completed certain tasks, the trophies just didn't come up. So, one of the reasons for playing this was just to actually check if they'd fixed it, and they have. I managed to go through it and get the Platinum. So, I'll maybe go back at some point and get the plans for the other ones, assuming they've been fixed. And other than a bit of Sniper Elite VR, which I spoke about earlier, that's, that's all. That's me. Just that's all. It's my bag. Know. Yeah, that's your bag. I've only played one thing, and it's Mario Golf, and you've already spoken about it, so just move on. We've not played each other yet. No, we've not. I'm working that, working up my skills first before I'm... <laughs> right. That's a good shout. Yeah. She's going to shark me at this. I'm going to get my hole in one. <laughs> oh, there's just too much to work with there. <laughs> too much. That's too easy. Just going to bite my tongue. Right, my tongue. Yes, please do. <laughs> what about you, Andy? Oh, I've, um, not been, I've not been playing many games lately at all. Hopefully my day's off, I'll maybe do some gaming. Have you played a shitty Platinum this week? Shitty, 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 shitty Platinum. Shitty Platinum. Shitty Platinum. Shitty Platinum. I am so glad you did that rendition because Swerve Swerve this week it's a shitty 1000G oh now G does stand for gamer score but in certain linguistics in certain linguistics it can also count for cash so your million dollar man rendition Mm. was very apt yep I say 1000G, but the the reason that I have brought this one to people's attention is because what I found out was that, see, with PlayStation, you get a game, it will have, like, a platinum, and you can add trophies through, through like, DLC, and it doesn't have even, like, you get free DLC, so it's not necessarily content that costs, but if you add additional content, you can add additional trophies on, but there's only a certain amount you can add on. Like, no, right. it can't just be like, oh, here's no, You can't hunt. just go mental with these no. trophies. No. no, absolutely Come no. on, there's rules, yeah, people. Retalica would not allow it. No. <laughs> so, but on Xbox, it seems like you can add substantially more. So, there's a game come out. The game this week is Reactor X, all one word. And it's a, it's a puzzle game. It's it's basic but it's actually quite fun you're basically trying to make you're moving pieces like it'll maybe be like a like a t-shape or like a a bet like just like an l-shaped corner you've got to move them into the right places to complete circuits there's 30 levels you have to do and you could i mean there's a guide there if you can't do it but it's it's easy it's not hard but it's it's fun enough you get your 1000g in about 20 minutes 
But after the game came out, they brought out free DLC that added another 2,000. So basically the equivalent of two more games. <laughs> and it wasn't even new levels that you have to do. They just added it in and made it so that like, when you're completing these 30 levels, you would also just arbitrarily reach these objectives at the same time. So like, if you played it after these, this patch had come out, you all of a sudden, instead of getting the 1,000 gamer score that you would normally get, you get 3,000 in like 20 minutes. So it's the equivalent of getting like three Platinums in the one game. And apparently a bunch of Xbox games have done this. And I will be investigating that. You'll be sourcing that. them all out. I will be investigating mm. that further. <laughs> Not in small part because I found out about this Xbox reward scheme where you can actually get money back for getting achievements. So I'm on board for that. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. an incentive to do it. Yeah. Although, clearly, I'm spending more money buying the game to get the achievements than I will get back. But you know. <laughs> All these 79p games add up. <laughs> they sure do. But yeah, Reactor X, it's not available on PlayStation, but it is 3000G on Xbox, and you should get on it. Fun game, all the Gs. Okay, thank you. Thank you for that. Time for some news. As always, we like to pick out some noteworthy news items from the past week and share them with you. And of course, as always, there's some late additions. The first up being Nintendo. Nintendo have finally announced their updated Switch model, long rumoured to be called the Switch Pro. But Andy, it's not the Switch. What were you hoping it would be called? The Super Switch. The Super Switch. It's not that either, I'm afraid. That's um, the biggest marketing blunder of 2021. Fucking that, by right the way. it is. Like, all jokes aside. All jokes aside, how cool would it be to just call it the Super Switch? Yeah. And the nostalgia from that as well. Aye. That's, from a marketing standpoint, that's just a given. Mm. I'm Espe- just giving them that. Especially given what it fucking is. Yeah, so it's called the Switch OLED. I think it's actually wow, called the Switch. Switch OLED. But it, it has an OLED. Anyway, continue. Yeah, just. sorry. Yeah. Oh so the new God. system will feature a larger 7-inch OLED screen, an increase on the original 6.2-inch LCD screen. It will also come with a new wider kickstand, enhanced audio through new built-in speakers, a LAN port in the dock, and 64 gigabytes of internal storage, which is double the 32 of the standard model. It's coming out on October 8th, the same day as Metroid Dread. Hmm. Yeah, slightly <clears throat> underwhelming. Oh, indeed. To say the least, <laughs> every <laughs> single gaming insider that's ever had a thought in his little brain was talking about this Switch Pro that was coming, and every one of them was fucking wrong. <laughs> there can't be any Nintendo 4K. fans that are uh, that are happy about that. No, they can't be saying going. Oh, oh yes, can't wait to get my hands on that I Nintendo mean, if you, OLED. If you've not got one and you're looking to buy a Switch, then yeah, it's going to be yeah. better than what's previously been out there, but it's not... Is it though? Well, yeah, you're, it's going to have to stretch the screen, isn't it? Because mm. they're not up in the... Yeah, there is improvements there, and some people will argue that, although the screen's bigger, so yeah, it's a 720 display that's now getting stretched to seven a 7-inch seven screen rather than 6.2, so mm. technically it should be worse looking, but apparently OLED is a better screen which should make up for most of it but I, don't, I mean the, the whole thing was this this switch pro was going to be when you pl- when you docked it and it was 4k 
Nintendo must have been looking at those rumours going, fuck, <laughs> that's not what we've got planned at all. <laughs> yeah. we we've planned to make more money. <laughs> so I, I've not seen one person that's, that's positive on this, not one. Because this is basically their new Switch model for the next couple of years, so... Do you think? Do you not think they're working on anything else and this is just a kind of stopgap? It's going to be a large stopgap. It's not like they're bringing out a new console next year or anything. Mm. So this was their chance for a PlayStation 4 Pro or an Xbox One X and instead all they've done is... They have upgraded stuff. It's bigger memory, it's bigger... It's got a LAN port. Fucking hell. See when you're upgrading 2021's adding a LAN port. Welcome to bloody 1998. Nintendo. Aye. The disappointment all round, I would say. Yeah. Okay, last Thursday out of nowhere, Sony announced their upcoming Ghost of Tsushima plans. We spoke about it last week briefly. The rumoured Ghost of Ikushima. Kashima. Ikushima. Whatever it's called. It's a story expansion that will arrive as part of Ghost of Tsushima's director's cut on August 20th. As well as the new expansion, you will receive a better version of the original game, complete with enhanced graphics, FPS and dual sense integration. If you already own Ghost of Tsushima, you can upgrade to the PS4 version of the director's cut for £20. However, if you want to upgrade the PS5 version, it'll set you back 30 that whole ten pound more. Yeah, there was like a almost people were nearly needing a graph for this. <laughs> so I obviously Ghost of Tsushima at the moment's only out in PlayStation Four. Mm-hmm. So if you upgrade to the PlayStation Four version of the director's cut, it'll give you the the ghost of, the ghost of Ikushima, which is set on Iki Island. It's a whole new island. Uh, that'll cost you twenty pound. If you want to upgrade to the PlayStation Five version then it's £30. That will give you like the PlayStation 5 version of Ghost of Tsushima plus the DLC. And there's also a third option where, supposedly yourself, Andy, if you wanted to play this but you don't have a PlayStation 5 yet, you can upgrade for £20 and then when you decide to get a PlayStation 5 and you want to upgrade to that, then it's just a tenner. So it still works out the same. Slightly confusing. Slightly. Yeah. But I am fucking buzzing. I can't wait for this. And it's not long either. That's what's kind of good about cool. it. It's... it's only just over a month away. I cannot fucking wait for this. As soon as it got announced, the first thing I did was go into my laptop and find book time off work. <laughs> oh, but some, someone's got to me first. <laughs> There's no slots. So I'm going to have, I'm going to have to go around either threatening somebody into switching with me or probably just playing it at night. Mm-hmm. But I'm very much looking forward to it because it's a it's a hell of a run of days. Like on the thirteenth of August, like usually August would be a pretty barren month for gaming, but August thirteenth you've got Hades, August twentieth you've got Ghost of Tsushima, the twenty fourth you've got Kena is it? No, Kena. I think Kena might be the twenty fourth. And then the twenty fifth is Psychonauts, and sorry, on the I think it's either the eighteenth or the nineteenth, you've got twelve minutes as well. Oh yeah, cool. So that's a lot of oh, good it's games. Been a busy in the space week that of, week. Aye, the space of like what twelve days, mm-hmm. you've got a hell of a lot of good games coming out, and apparently no slots for time off. Mm-hmm. What about you, Andy? You're gonna you you, you weren't a bit that big a fan of Ghost of Tsushima, mm-hmm. were you? 
Not really. Hustle. Something about it. It was good, but it was one of those ones that I stopped playing it for a little while and then I found it hard really, really hard to go back. Yeah. I but I was that. enjoying it when I was playing it. Yeah. But I can totally get that actually because the, the combat takes a while to click as well. And so does, you get out of the rhythm I was of it, struggling. the combat's actually quite hard. Yeah, I was really struggling to get back into it and I just thought, ah, this stuff this and gave up on it. I do think less of you for that comment, but <laughs> we, we can still be friends. <laughs> I'm honoured. So rumours continue to mount that GTA 6 is miles off. This time Jason Schreier has popped his head up and added that while the next installment is an active development, it is very much early in the process and won't see the light of day until 2024 or more likely 2025. You'll be an old man by then, Craig. Uh, so long. I'm an old man now. Well, yeah. Twenty-five. Laugh a minute, Jason Stryer's come out and said that that's what's happening, and it's probably what's happening, to be fair. Yeah. Much mm-hmm. of a knob as he is, he's usually right. Pretty much knew it was going to be a while off. Aye. That was pretty much in line with what we were thinking, yeah. to be fair. Like, these games take a while to make, and especially in the next generation, like, mm-hmm. things just more detailed to make, no doubt, a bigger world, because everything has to be bigger. <laughs> just put it out Put it out your mind, because we've got GTA 5 which is still a juggernaut. <laughs> we'll, we'll get that to contend with. Well, see, the thing is, like, I, I'm actually excited for GTA 5. Let's <laughs> see the next gen oh, version no. if they do enough with it. Oh, like, I'll I'm play it again. For that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm quite excited about it. Um, I, I, I know I know that city. Like, <laughs> See, driving about it, yeah. I'll know where I am Aye. and I know where to go. Like, It's strange, once you start living in that game, Aye. you start to get used to the streets. Mm-hmm. That's the bit I love when you get to that yeah, stage yeah. and you know where you're going. It's like, you need to go, and oh, I don't need to sit and get there. <laughs> so what, what are we thinking? Like, Is GTA 6 going to be like like GTA 5 in, in terms of a massive single player story and then they'll do a GTA 6 online or mm. is the worst case scenario going to happen and it's going to be like an int, an integrated no. world I think with the amount of money they've made off online it's a separate entity and then they're going to have the but standalone may, but then game. maybe they don't make a full fledged story mode maybe GTA 6 is no. GTA online no with, with slightly there's more a single formula. player elements there's a formula for GTA why, so. why would you mock it? And then you've got to wonder as well, what would they do? Because that mechanic with the three players... That'll definitely come back, I think. So unique. Mm-hmm. But I feel as if they're the type of studio that would go, we've done that, let's do something else. And then maybe come up with something else. You're kind of unique. But I would love that mechanic again. I think it will happen again. Even if it was just two folk or yeah. like three but folk But what again. we've not seen, though, is a female... Yeah. There will definitely so, be yeah. a female in the next one. Oh, that's definitely. a good show as well. And there should be, because mm-hmm. they've never represented a female in it. And that's oh, why I think cool. it'll be multiple characters, and I think one, at least one, will definitely be female. That might be the show, actually. You yeah. could, I think you might. That could be the, the thing. Now, I think they'd get a lot of pushback if there wasn't a female. Yeah. I, I think they might actually have been pushed back even back when Grand Theft Auto V came out that there wasn't a mm. female. Mm. Like, it would be mad now. Uh, we did have a poll on the website for this as well. It was, how hyped are you for GTA 6? The majority, 35%, said massively, which I think we would fall into that category. Yeah. Uh, 28% said they could take it or leave it. 
23% said they'll get excited at launch. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at. Are you? Mm. Probably the best place to be, to be yeah. fair, given yeah. how far off it is. But I, like, I don't know. When as soon as I hear the word GTA Six, like, I I'm just, ups, I, I I just start to get excited. Thirteen percent <laughs> um, said they've had their fill of GTA, so you can kindly unsubscribe and fair And two percent said it's not their thing, so what? you can also fuck off. Find that so strange, but uh, people have their tastes, I suppose. Mm. Bad taste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keeping on the theme of rumours, some have surfaced online that the next iteration of Konami's beloved football series Pez might be a free-to-play title. Word comes courtesy of VGC Podcast, in which editor Andy Robinson alluded to the Japanese publisher really changing it up with this year's title. Didn't elaborate any further and he didn't specify a source, just noted that it's what he's heard, but it would certainly represent a seismic shift for the series and sports games in general. I fucking really hope this isn't true. <laughs> like a free game? What the fuck? It what? just, well, I don't know. I mean, first of all, I've never heard of this guy, so I don't know exactly how credible he is. I've, I like to think that he has seen this online test thing come out and it looks mm. a bit like a mobile game and he's went out on a limb to see so that if he's right, he'll look like some sort of fucking mystic Meg. Uh, but she's still really, alive. Mystic Meg. I mean, I don't even think the internet would have an answer to that. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll just, Maybe. I'll just Google the internet. Maybe. Google the internet. Mm-hmm. Dead or alive. Mm. I watch you don't get her tits and her ass hanging out. <laughs> if you type in dead or alive. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, like every year, Pez do bring out a free version. So you get, at launch, you get Pez, like whatever, 2021. But then, usually around about Christmas time, they bring out a Pez, whatever the year is, light, and it's a free download, and you can play exhibition mode, and you also get access to My Club, which is like their version of, I think, well, don't quote me on that, you definitely get access to exhibition mode, I think you get access to My Club. So, they have dabbled in this before, but... If they were to move to a free-to-play platform, it would be the end of Master League and the end of my love for Pez because I could not give a flying shit about their My Club nonsense. I, I don't want Ultimate Team. I don't want My Club. I want a single-player management campaign that's good. And if this game goes free-to-play... Like you're not getting that. There's no way. There's no incentive for them to continually develop for that for no money. Mm. So I really hope it's not true. Well, yeah, it's just a rumor at the moment, Craig. So yeah. we do. Craig. She alive? Mystic Meg's alive. She's seventy-eight years old. Wow. Still doing the horoscopes. Wow. Just, just be careful. She'll know we're talking about her. Mm. What's for horoscopes this week? Just tell you. <laughs> what are you? Well, yeah. What are you, Jess? I'm an Aquarius, although it changed. Remember they added a new one in at one oh, point. Oh, it does change, doesn't it? Well, I'm a, I'm an Aries. Always have been. I'm an Aries. <laughs> Waking up with words or images in your mind as a sign the moon is filtering through, inspiring you to answer inner questions. Write down your thoughts and solutions can start to take shape. Your passion profile is Venus impulsive, and attending or arranging an event at the last minute can be a love ticket. 
What did you say you were, sorry? Vague as fuck. <laughs> I'm a Capricorn. Well, unless it's changed. I uh, was a Capricorn. Um, talking about health change is not the same thing as doing it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> How's that? that diet going, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> the generosity of Jupiter steps aside in your chart so that you can face and factor in the key moves you need to make. Believing in your I'm ability to... said in this one. What's that? <laughs> no? no? Uh, believing in your ability to change is number one. Love-wise, your deep emotional self comes to the surface and shows you the truth. Aquarius. <laughs> Laughter can link to luck and perhaps a new income stream Ooh. as you tap into a knack for seeing the funny side. This podcast is about to take off. <laughs> <laughs> Though people might be surprised... They will get on board with this fresh version of you. In love terms, this is a day for closeness and recent emotional distance can suddenly disappear. Right, so we're making Jess the face of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's going to take off money-wise. So folk can laugh at me. Aye, right, they can do whatever they want if the money comes rolling in. <laughs> as long as they pay. Exactly. Uh, right, so we also did have a poll for Pez, which was, would you be happy if Pez 2022 went free to play? 56% said no, 26% said depends how it was handled, and only 18% said yes. Again, it was 18% can stop listening. Because it would be a disaster. I think we've got I enough listeners for you to tell them to stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've got Jess on side. Okay, the money's rolling in. Next up, PlayStation has come out swinging this month with a bunch of notable additions for the month of July. They are as follows. Red Dead Redemption 2, Judgment PS4 version, Neo 2 PS4 version, Olympic Games Tokyo 2020, moving out, God of War, NASCAR Heat 5. Red Dead is timed and will leave the service on November 1st. Judgment is the other timed edition and will leave the service on October 4th. Decent but games. Yeah, uh, decent games. I think I tweeted out pretty much exactly that. Like, obviously, Game Pass still gets the headlines and is the better service, but PlayStation now is some it's good quality. I mean, those are just additions from this month. Like, that Olympic Games has just come out. Red Dead 2 is one of the best games of last gen. Mm-hmm. That moving out game is a really good co-op game. That's from the guys that made Overcooked, except it's moving house. Oh, mm. yeah. So it's pretty good. Yeah. Obviously, God of War, cracking game. Oh, amazing. And it's, it's there for good. Uh, decent. But yeah, it's, I mean, that's like I said, like you go over 700 games in that service. You can get a year's worth of membership for under £40. And there's new titles added every month. Like it's a it's a hell of a value. Mm-hmm. Interestingly as well, Red Dead Redemption Two is the first game that's download only on it. Because every game, like all the PlayStation Three games are only you can only stream them. And the PlayStation Four games you can either stream them or download them. Mm-hmm. But for some reason with Red Dead Two you can't stream it. I think maybe just because it's, it's too big. intensive it's and too big, big that they, they couldn't make it stable. It's like hundred and fifty gig. Aye. So I think it was just maybe having to render too much that the quality yeah. wouldn't have been good enough. So Red Such Dead 2, a good game. Oh, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. But it's download only. Yeah. So. 
And keeping with PlayStation, they announced their PS Plus lineup last week as well, and it's another good month. PlayStation 5 offering is the next-gen version of A Plague Tale Innocence, while on PS4 you can enjoy WWE 2K Battlegrounds and Call of Duty Black Ops 4. All three are available to add to your collection now. Uh, yeah, A Plague Tale is the P- it's PS5 only, so even though it's out in PlayStation 4, it's only the PlayStation 5 version that's available for free because oh. each, each month they give one oh, well then. one PlayStation 5 game away. And but did you I think you've not played Battlegrounds Andy? No. I would suggest downloading it. It's not I know you're not a big fighting game fan and it's very bare bones in terms of wrestling moves like there's only like four different styles of moves and stuff like that. Right. But see the way you unlock characters it's coolest fucking thing ever so you only, when you start you've only got maybe like 10 characters but there's about 150 in it and so you when you win matches you collect in game coins and then you go into this bit and all the wrestlers are inside like Hasbro fucking collectors cases oh that's cool and you have when you unlock it they like burst out of them <laughs> and it's, it's the see as a child that's quite as smart. a childhood wrestling fan yeah. it's the coolest fucking thing ever and it's worth downloading and unlocking a few characters just for that. Especially <laughs> since it's free. And I, I was also like, I take it you didn't play Black Ops 4. Mm, I, I can't even remember what one's what now. So, well, see, that's the thing. Like When I saw that it was Black Ops 4, I knew it was one that was quite highly regarded. And I thought, oh, I've not played a Call of Duty campaign for a while. But then I realised that that's the bloody one that didn't have a single player mode. It was remember the one year they came out and it was only multiplayer. No, I don't remember that. It's like about three years ago. It was because they didn't have time to finish the campaign, so they only brought out a multiplayer, and that's this one. So I've got right. no interest in it. Remember Naughty Bear, the PS3 cult hit, is making a small comeback in the strangest of fashions. Dead by Daylight is currently celebrating its fifth anniversary, and as an extra pair, you can go to the in-game shop and enter the code piece of cake to get a naughty bear charm. It doesn't actually do anything other than attach to your character as cosmetic, but it's a cool little callback nonetheless. Yeah, I never thought I would see Naughty Bear return. <laughs> I was hoping it was gonna be like a remaster or something. Do you remember this game? Naughty Bear. Aye. Vaguely. It didn't review that well, but it was just a fucking cool idea. So my memory on it is a bit sketchy, but it was like a small open world and you were this bear who was upset because he wasn't invited to a birthday party with all the other bears. So it's set up almost like a kind of silly kids thing. Mm-hmm. But so he's so angry that he just, you play as him and you go about murdering all the other bears on the island. <laughs> and so when you stab them, like the stuffing's coming out of them. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to go about the island basically exacting revenge on all these wow. other bears. It was a really fucking cool idea. It just wasn't implemented very well and it didn't review that highly. But at the time, it was quite a big deal at the time because everyone was like, oh, this, I wish this was better. Mm. <laughs> but it's interesting to see it make a comeback, obviously, as a fucking bit of... Charm. Aye, a bit of consumable. Mm. Speaking of fifth anniversaries, the day of recording July 6th is five years to the day since mobile mega-hit Pokemon Go launched. The juggernaut continues to attract millions of players worldwide, including our son. And as expected, the team wants to make a big deal about this anniversary. So from July 6th through to the 15th, there's a bunch of stuff that we don't understand happening in the game. 
if you want to find out more, we will link to the show notes. Pokemon goes over my head. I, I know. Fucking clue. You tried to buy some Pokeballs and oh, it was yeah. quite yeah. the effort, wasn't it? Did you, did you ever play it? No? Zoe played it. No, I remember Zoe playing it. Uh, it's one. It's that one where it uses the maps. Yeah, uh, AR. Yeah, and you can get to like, the stations where you can get. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I walked about Cross Hill with her, and she was getting like, oh, there's a there's a section over here. There's a wee bit over here on the map, and you're like in the fucking field. Uh, <laughs> it was I, I, weird. When it first came out, I was working over on an island called Aaron. And I was commuting back and forth each day. I had to go over and work there for like a week. Mm-hmm. And so it was the week it launched mm-hmm. and everybody was on it, including myself. Like you were on it as well. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was on it. And so when I was getting a ferry back and forth, that was like a place, like obviously over the water was like, there was like really rare ones. Mm-hmm. But because there was so many people playing it, the thing was, remember it was like so unstable and yeah. it just wouldn't load and it was dying. And that's my memory of Pokemon Go. How do you but, get the ones in the water? How how would you get the ones that are in? Well, I was on a ferry. I know, but so would would you just have to hope the ferry goes a Pretty over much. them? Aye. <laughs> well, I mean, there was a lot of them at the harbour, and so right. like so, I I don't. Yeah, I don't think they put like I'm sure they deliberately don't populate them in the water to encourage people to go in the water. Yeah. They are kind of on the coast, so that you uh, only right. need to be. Well, they're in specific buildings because I remember there's an old abandoned church in Cross Hill, and a lot of them there was like a station there, right? Which was quite. It's, it's a clever idea, Definitely. and it's an idea that's to get been people out. That's what it was all about. I think yeah. it was to get people out walking, really. Yeah, that's the idea, and it obviously worked. But there was people getting mugged and stuff like that because, like, there's this place. There's things called like poker stops. So you go to them and you get more balls. But people found mm. out where they were. And they were like, there was, so there was people going there mugging people at the poker stops. Oh, for fuck's like, sake. So there was, there was... There's always some dick that's got to ruin it for everybody. <laughs> but I mean, like, I, our son was playing it at the weekend and he was out at Pokeballs. And I thought, you can either go to a poker stop or whatever, I don't know, I think there's one at like the, about two miles from here, but that was effort. So you could buy 20 balls for 79 pence. And I was like, that's the easiest right. option on my couch right now. So, 79 pence is your favourite uh, number so I was like ah, that's that's just that's shitty platinum money that's grand so <laughs> I got them the 20 balls but then every time I tried to redeem them it would just say your bag is full mm. and I don't know what that means <laughs> so I turned it off <laughs> so we'll maybe send Nathan the link and he can have a look and see seemingly you're getting lots of cool free stuff but I don't understand any of it Okay. <laughs> oh, Craig, your favourite pictures of Animal Crossing New Horizons Monopoly have appeared online. The product <laughs> has yet to be formally announced, but given the authenticity of the pictures, you can bet you'll be able to get your grubby little mitts on this by Christmas. Can you fucking believe that Tom Nuke has found a new way to extort <laughs> money out of people? That little prick mm-hmm. I nearly met Mr Monopoly but then Covid happened that's right Mr. he's coming to your work Mr he? Monopoly was going to come and see me but then it all got cancelled Mr Monopoly yeah uh, so because I... there's an Ayrshire edition of Monopoly is there? yeah wow and of course my place of work I don't want to disclose too much on the podcast they but... can easily google it and find out yeah well <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah I didn't get to meet him because it all got cancelled stupid Covid 
You should try and reschedule. We should get him on a podcast. <laughs> we'll tell him it's a... Guest. We'll tell him it's a board game podcast. It's a little late, though, because that version's out. But yeah, we could... Well, yeah, for Animal Crossing to promote, you mean? Um, well, now I do. <laughs> <laughs> now I do. Uh, it, sounds, it sounds quite cool, though. I mean, you get Monopoly everything these days, so it's not mm. a large surprise, but I did giggle to myself about Tom Nuke having new ways to mm-hmm. fucking extort people for money because mm-hmm. that little bastard mm-hmm. is uh, he's, he's got such a gift he's got such a gift indeed okay so last up Sony has announced its latest state of play event which will take place on Thursday the day this podcast goes live airtime is 10pm British time 2pm Pacific Rather than the E3-style blowout you may have expected, the platform giant has confirmed that the main focus will be upcoming timed-exclusive Deathloop, with a few third-party and indie updates thrown in too. The blog post also confirms that God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West and the next generation of PSVR won't be shown on this occasion. Yeah, we've been expecting this for the last couple of weeks, but obviously it's not going to be the sort of E3-style show that we thought we were getting. No. It's just going to be... I mean, I'm very excited about Deathloop, so I'm kind of happy to see a deep dive More into that. that. Yeah, yeah. But it does seem like that's going to be the, the main focus, which, again, I'm fine with, but I think people were expecting some sort of mad blowout that was going to show you what the next two years of PlayStation looked like. Yeah, and these things are more happening. focused... They're more yeah. focused and just like, pick a couple of things, couple of subjects, couple of games and give you more information about it. Yeah, well sure they had one at Ratchet recently, before that they had one at Returnal, now they've got yeah. one at Deathloop. Like, it seems like they're strategically placed yeah. to show you more of a game that's coming soon. Because yeah. it is, I think it's September 13th, September 8th, something like that. That's a correction, Jess. Make a wee note, a better correction, no doubt. He said wrong there. September the something, 13th, I think, (laughs) is when Deathloop comes out. So it's, it's, I mean, that'll... Starts to get people hyped. Aye. I mean, at the moment... As Mojo would say. When I say September, that sounds miles away to me, but it's Mm -hmm. really not. No? We're in July. I know. Yeah, it's really not at all. So you're talking two months. It's exciting. Not be long before you're watching... Home Alone again. Do, do, do. Cannot wait. i tell you something, by the way, with, like, all jokes aside, we will be reviewing Home Alone <laughs> when the time comes. Executive decision. On the Chris, Christmas edition. Ah. Oh, yeah, I'm excited for lots of uh, Christmas editions. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe do, like, a themed December where we do a Christmas film each week of December or something. <laughs> ah, that's fine. Okay, so our pick of the week this week is A Plague Tale Innocence. As we mentioned, it launches on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series consoles today. Yeah, it just seemed like, again, there's not much coming out this week. I had thought of selecting Sniper Elite VR, but I realised that not that many people have VR headsets, and so I went with a title that most people have access to because you do it's on PlayStation Plus this month and it's also in Game Pass I believe so the majority would be able to play it and it is a game that sort of went under the radar at launch so I know a lot of people won't have played it yet and it's well worth checking out Okay so before we wrap up as always we've got a few listener question questions sorry 
Alan has written in and written it. Oh my goodness me. Written. <laughs> You're on fire, by the way. Alan has written in and said, do you think that when GTA 6 finally launches, it will have a fully-fledged single-player mode like the rest of the games, or are they going to move to some kind of GTA Online hybrid with an always-online world? Yeah, we kind of spoke about this already. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's going to have a full single-player. I hope so. Same. Hope and so. I hope so also. Yeah. If it doesn't, there will be a lot of disappointed people. Uproar. Yeah. Uproar in the people. streets. What they did with GTA Five was the best of both worlds. You got the brilliant single player, and then the people that wanted online have been getting updates for the last fucking eight, nine years. Eight years. I, I don't think there's ever been a game that's been supported more for no. on online mm. mode than GTA. Yeah. Mm. Maybe Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, but it's fucking juggernaut yeah. of a game. So it, it makes total sense to just do the same again. Plus, I think that Rockstar should be very careful with putting all their ducks in a GTA online because, as it showed with Red Dead, like Red Dead Online has not taken off. And no. There's, there's no nothing as much as to GTA. say that GTA 6 Online would be as big as GTA 5. Mm-hmm. Nothing to say it would be. So I would... I, I would proceed cautiously but they surely have to make a single player that's that is GTA yeah okay and finally Lisa has written in and said I love the gaming movie reviews it's my favourite section every week what game hasn't had a movie to date that you would love to see given the green light oh that's a good question that is a good question it's one that when I wrote down I didn't think about it. Yeah. I, was, I, I thought the same as you. That's a great question and then I don't have time to think. Uh, God of War would be pretty awesome. It could be, aye. Mm-hmm. Who would be, who'd be a good cast for that? Uh, mm-hmm. That's hard to say. But God of War. God of War would be good. Maybe Animal I, Crossing? <laughs> <laughs> wow. It, it'd probably happen. Uh, I mean, it's, it is happening and it's not going to be very good, but if it wasn't, I would have said Uncharted. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think there's a lot you could do with that, but it sounds like Tom Holland's come out and fucking sunk no. the boat already. You've got to pick something else because you know that was. Coming, uh, no, I'm not so. taking that, but I'm just saying, like, that would have been my choice, yeah. but we know it's coming and Tom Holland's secretly telling us it's going to be shit, so. Uh, I wonder if he's going to get his knuckles wrapped for that. Probably he's has. quite he's quite bad apparently for like saying stuff like uh, see with Marvel and the scripts and things like that they, they don't give him the scripts anymore because he'd always uh, leak all the stuff or, or just they say, say stuff, stuff. thinking about yeah. it and Mark Ruffalo is really bad for it as well see if you uh, YouTube Mark Ruffalo uh, and put like leak or something like that mm-hmm. or secret Mm-hmm. And you'll just see so many clips of them saying stuff, and then the people that are next to them. You know how when they do the press junkets, there's always usually two actors because yeah. they can kind of bounce off each other. Yeah, yeah. But and you you always see the other actor going like hitting them, <laughs> hitting, hitting them, and going, and then him. It's so funny and like kind of endearing as well. Could you just see his face going? Oh no! Oh shit! Did I do it again? Ah, you done it again, Mark. <laughs> it's so funny. What about? Spider-Man has there been any Spider-Man films <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's very good there's been a few or there Marvel few. there's no Marvel films <laughs> every uh, fucking big release uh, for t- about 13 years what about Grand Theft Auto <laughs> could be cool that'd be a good show yeah 
That's actually a really good shout, eh? Mm. See if they did one based on GTA Five. I'd love to see the Trevor character brought to life. Yeah, that mad bastard. <laughs> well, they could just use the the mocap actors because they uh, kind of they basically just use their likenesses that's pretty true, much. Mm. Um, what else? What else would be good? Try to think. I suppose when when you're kind of thinking of what can be moved into a movie, like a lot of the things I'm thinking in my head certainly are you know story based games. Yeah. But like I don't know, it'd be cool to see how they would bring to life something that's not quite so story based. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like 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 Beat Saber or something like that. Like I don't yeah. know how you would do it necessarily, but because there has like, been interesting stuff like that. Like I, I, one of the things I look back to, like when I heard they were making an Angry Birds film, my instant reaction was, "Fuck is this shit? <laughs> how can you make an Angry Birds film?" Actually, pretty funny. Yeah, you just Genuinely, give all the different ones ca- a character and a personality. Like, the Angry Birds film is well worth a watch. Mm-hmm. It's really mm-hmm. funny. Well, we'll probably have it on the list for some point. Aye. It's honestly, it's good. Mm-hmm. They made a sequel. I don't know if I've seen that. But but yeah, like we're talking about like the Netflix adaptation. They're doing The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. But you're like, I feel like I've already watched that film. Yeah. Or that TV show. Because the game was acted so well that yeah. like it's, it's, it's just going to feel... I feel like when I'm watching it, I'm going to be like... Where's the controller? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll still watch it, but I'll... Uh, I mean, yeah. 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 But I mean, even something like um, in the Pixels movie, there's a scene towards the end where Pac-Man's on the street and they mm. are in cars, like, as the little... I don't know what what, the, what are they called? I'm not sure. I don't know. But yeah, the little not things, Not Pac-Man, right. other bits. Yeah. Like, trying to get away. So, like, you know, that's how they brought that game to kind of life. Yeah, so that'd be, be interesting. Yeah. See, just before we move on, actually, before we give you a little few more seconds to come up with something Mm -hmm. did you see that they cast uh, Sarah Joel's daughter in the last of his TV show Mm -hmm. it is Mm -hmm. see that is it Thandy Newton you would call her the girl we were talking about the other week Thandy Newton aye her daughter oh okay didn't realise she was even an actress yeah she's been in a few things Um, do you know her name Thandy Newton aye I'm not sure. If you type in uh, <laughs> if you type in Sarah cast Last of Us, she'll come up. The Last of Us. She's been in she's been in a couple of different things, but um I mean obviously it's not it's not a role that's perhaps got much longevity. <laughs> but uh but well, yeah, she's, she's not actually called Newton. She's cast there nonetheless. What's her name? I, I tweeted out about it. Meryl Dandridge. That's it. Uh, I'm assuming it's her because I'm just going by her. She looked. She looked a bit. She looked a bit familiar. Eh, what else is no? no, no. Oh, she's Alex Vance for Half Life. Right. That's. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, she's clearly going to probably just make an episode, uh, a one episode, uh, appearance, but still cool nonetheless. Come on. Well, maybe not. You never know. You never know what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Spoilers for the opening ten minutes of the Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't, I can't really think. Nah, uh, God of War was my. God of War is a good one. God of War is a good one. Oh no! I will say, Siphon Filter. Oh, I remember that. Remember his run? Yes. Everyone remembers his run. run. I'll go. I'll go Siphon Filter. Okay. That'll do. That'll do. 
That'll do, Donkey. Yes, that That'll will do. do for this week's episode do, as pink. well. So as we do not go over the two-hour mark, this <gasps> is quite a lengthy one, so guys. First, we're about to get penalties in the Euros, so let's wrap this up. And go watch. Yes, good... I was going to say good night, but not everyone watches it at night time, so... They also listen. You need to have a wee, you need to have oh, a wee sign off. <laughs> Something like that, like... Oh, I've been working on a Good night, God bless, and sweet dreams. I've been working, <laughs> on, a, like I've been working on an outro ballad. Right, okay. Outro we'll save ballad. it for next week. Thanks right. very much. It's not ready for prime time. Bye, everyone. Bye. Cheerio. The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast.